Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Decoding Reality, a podcast about reality television. I'm David Chen. I'm here with at Joy Napping. Hello. I'm now questioning my reality because we did not plan to do this podcast. Yeah, but, you know, the people have demanded it, do you know? I mean, the... How the, many people have demanded it of you? The response to Decoding Reality has just been absolutely overwhelming. I mean... There's the tens of listeners. There's tens of listeners. There's that are, the twos or threes of people, or maybe just singular, yeah, that have demanded this episode. Yeah, I mean, the, the the listeners to this show have reached out to demand a bonus episode. Both of them have. <laughs> and and who are we to withhold holiday cheer like mm-hmm. the flaming situation of all of these couples you, from you, Love is Blind? You know... Um, the you know we call i host some other podcasts called um one of them is called the film cast we might call the listeners to that show the film casters Mm -hmm. and we might call the listeners of of decoding reality uh kevin and don (laughs) anyway it's audrey and (laughs) jesse yes (laughs) uh but in all seriousness i do just want to say that uh if you have enjoyed our chats which by definition, if you're listening to this right now, you have, then please keep it tuned into Decoding Reality at decodingreality.tv because I suspect that there's going to be some additional episodes in the new year. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure. I, I would give it at least a 50-50. I'm excited. I mean, I, I know you don't like to count your chickens, eggs before they hatch, whatever that saying is, but... I know who you're talking to, and I'm looking forward to hopefully it all coming together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, if it all does come together, be sure to subscribe at decodingreality.tv. We are hopeful that there will be new episodes in the new year. Or people can subscribe via whatever their normal podcast. Yes, I mean, yes. You can go to decodingreality.tv where you can get the links to subscribe is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Uh, And also email us at decodingtv at gmail.com. And finally, I want to mention that... 
you, you know, if this podcast does return, who knows who is going to be hosting it? You know, maybe people that aren't us. Uh, but we shall see. We shall see. Okay. So we wanted to record an episode. Now that that massive preamble is over, we wanted to record an episode uh, where we talk about all the stuff that's happened with Love is Blind since the finale. Uh, or not even the finale, the reunion episode, right? Yeah. Um, which we already t- talked about while we were in Hawaii. We recorded the episode uh, where we discussed the reunion episode. No new Love is Blind like Netflix episodes have been released, but a lot of social media content around Love is Blind has been released. So, Joy, uh, why don't you walk us through what you wanted to talk about today? Well, I I just felt bad. Look, I'm not saying that this podcast feed is an important part of the historical record, mm-hmm. but where we left it just feels really off because so much has happened mm-hmm. in the time, the three and a half weeks since that show aired and our last podcast was recorded and now. And so mm-hmm. um, I think that's, th- there's so much to cover. There are updates on individual couples and mostly it's really sad. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so you're like, why would I, why would we want Christmas and New Year to happen without this being in everyone's feed. But I think there's some glimmers of positivity in there. So, you know, like, I don't know. I always think that it's interesting that the shows have, all all the reality shows have some sort of social media embargo, right? Yes. But this season, season three of Love is Blind, it, it, it's become clear that it was shot basically simultaneously yes. to season two. Yeah. yeah. So these people have been sitting on it for a really long well time. to be fair season two only came out earlier in 2022 so it wasn't like season two came out you know last year or anything like that but i think but, it's been over a year yes yes and so for, that they needed to keep it quiet keep it off their social yeah. feeds etc and so and, can i say a couple things about that yeah, before yeah, you move please. on so couple i, I want to say i'm actually really like just as a former pr uh, former and current pr and marketing uh professional myself I'm very impressed with how they manage like the social media embargoes. Like they they need to tell all the contestants like, "Hey, don't disclose like what your current <laughs> marital status is. Like, don't disclose like you know." And ideally, your friends aren't posting either. And it's just like, and they in general do a pretty good job of keeping oh, totally. it on the DL yeah. until the actual like results are released on the show. I think it's um, the part with the friends that yeah, really blows my mind yeah. that you're not accidentally in the background of somebody's picture at a party. Or right, something. right. Um, so in general, they do like a pretty good job of that. Um, so uh, and then the one other thing I wanted to mention is. Uh, I think last episode that we recorded, I may have said something along the lines of like Zainab was hoping she would look like Deep D. And people have since pointed out to me that um, Zainab had doing our twos of listeners. Yeah, amongst like both of our listeners uh, has since pointed out to me that like um, Zainab has no had no idea who Deep D was at the time that she recorded the the episode. You know what I'm saying? Like because of what you said, like the season two and three like were produced contemporaneously. Well, Zainab in her, which we'll get to in one of her social posts, said that she got married. Or her ceremony was either one day or one week mm-hmm. before or after Deep Deep. So it, it really, yeah, there yeah. was no way she could have known yes. that there would be a, a big I choose me yes. moment. Yes. Um, I mean, I think, st- I still think um, the the spirit of what I was saying is true that she was hoping that she would be uh, portrayed flatteringly. Um, but 
Uh, I don't think he was trying to to get a deep D edit or anything like that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Let's not call it that anymore. Yes. Well, so uh, since we are saying season two and three basically were filmed at the same time, what's wild to me is that season two has already produced two divorces. So our quick news update there from real life is that one of those two divorces was finalized. Mm-hmm. And it was Ayana and Jarrett. And she posted... To social, you know, crying, um, talking about her sense of grief, how this relationship had basically broken her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's such a, you can tell she's gone through during season two, if you watch the show, she's really gone through a lot in her personal life and it's taking a lot for her to trust someone. Mm -hmm. It's taking a lot for her family to, you know, put trust in someone. You see that also in the season two reunions. And so... It is really, really sad. I think she's only in her mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that he, you know, she was said she was grieving for the person she used to be. She was grieving for the man she thought that he could be. Mm-hmm. And um, what a rough way to break up with someone, just so publicly. Mm-hmm. And you're famous mm-hmm. only really for that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we talked about this a little bit already last episode, yeah. you know, because um, at the time it was already clear. I, I, I mean, I do think like in retrospect, as I think back on it, the thing that's weirdest is showing in the Love is Blind after the altar season two, uh, you know, it, it, you have multiple episodes where like all the people get together and you see them and then it ends on a very hopeful note for Ayana and Jared. And then like literally there's like three seconds of on-screen text it's like hey thanks to all the pod squad for sharing their lives with us bt dubs everyone got divorced afterwards poochie went home to his home planet after this like well particularly for nick and danielle where it just really comes out of nowhere i think my point is like life comes at you fast like Mm -hmm. this year and a half or whatever since these um both season two and season three were filmed yeah you know we have had the only two couples that got married got divorced if i have that right from season two? From season two, yeah. I, I mean, I believe two couples from season one are still together at this point. Well, for season one. So, yeah. by that standard, season three is an incredible success because mm-hmm. two couples are still married that we know of. <laughs> I feel like by the time mm-hmm. we were finished recording yes. and producing this podcast episode, there is a chance that someone will have filed for divorce from season three as well. Um, but why don't we start on a happy note, which is Alexa and Brennan. Go ahead. Well, they're still together. And... One of the things I think is fascinating about the season three crowd versus season two, and I again, they were filmed at the same time. I don't know why this is. The season three people seem to be TikTokers, mm-hmm. and the season two people are very Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, season three in general is younger, right? Like that, mm. I think that's what we that's what we had concluded. There's a lot of like people in their mid twenties. Yeah, in season three. Yeah, so disastrously paired with people from their thirties. <laughs> But yes. um, if you want to keep up with Alexa, the best place to do it is she has a TikTok account where she's Mrs. Alexa Lemieux. That is her handle. Mm-hmm. Like, that is her identity. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she's very, she's young and she's extremely hip. Like, you can tell yeah. Alexa is like. Very fashionable, yes. stylish. Like, she knows what's up. She, I, I, she's playing it in a way that is going to maximize the benefit to her, you know. And I don't even know if she needs benefit to her, but she yeah. like she does all of the like viral sounds. Mm-hmm. And my favorite, I think it's even pinned, is like you know that viral. I know you you watch a lot of TikTok and yeah. you make a lot of TikToks. Um, you know that sound that's like, um, would you say that you're an artist? Mm-hmm. You, you know, do you, yeah. do you so do you're you, an artist, huh? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, someone's going to be listening to this like three years from now. They have no idea what the heck we're talking about. Oh, maybe even one month from now. <laughs> um, but like it's pictures of his before and after. Mm, Would you say you do good work? Yeah, fun. I'm pretty good. You know, yeah, like, that's and funny. Um, yeah. honestly, I think he's a good looking guy in either. Yeah. And she and scenario. she basically like dressed him and she styled him in different ways, basically, right? Uh, yeah. More in the way of her mob, yeah. <laughs> which, yeah. you know, is fine. Yeah. Um, and I will say one other cute thing, like a little detail from there. Um, public posts is that they had a shakshuka off. Do you remember? He yes. like kind of shocked her early on by knowing what the word shakshuka was. was spoken approximately 85 times during the course of season three. So yes, that was their main point of bonding. <laughs> yes. It felt like in what we if your relationship showing. is 10 days old and you have shakshuka in common, you're going to say that word like a hundred times. It's just because it's unexpected that he would know it. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. As opposed to someone in Israeli who would anyway, so they had a, a shakshuka off, uh, I think maybe in her family, and, and he won. Mm. So legit. Yeah. I can't tell you that I've ever had a very authentic shakshuka. So if anyone wants to send me their recipes, that is. DecodingTV at gmail.com. Thank you. Um, okay. Where do you want to go next? Who's on your mind? Well, I think the big question is like SK and Raven, there has been a ton of drama around the SK and Raven situation, right? It's so bad. So where things left off in the reunion was they're still together. You know, he's presumably finished one year of MBA, right? Yeah. And he's he's in his second year as we speak, theoretically. Um, But... They didn't get married, but they were still together. And it was like, oh, nice. And and as of the time we were recorded, which was a couple weeks ago, a few we weeks ago. We said some really glowing things. Sure, yeah. But it was like, um, I think it was like you were saying like Raven was making all these posts that were like really complimentary of SK. And so it's like, oh, okay. Um, it's They have a very sweet relationship, it seemed, to us at the time. Since then, what has occurred, Joy? <sighs> Okay, so first, like, it's after the reunion special. This mm-hmm. all happened in three and a half weeks. So, like, basically, Raven seemed like she couldn't keep it under wraps leading up to the reunion mm-hmm. special. So she was posting all these positive things about SK or kind of, like, subtweeting, except on TikTok. SK. Mm-hmm. Oh, Raven is, her personality and TikTok, like, go together so extremely mm-hmm. well. It's not like she's jumping on trends. Like, she, I don't mm-hmm. know, It's it's, like part of her brain or something it's actually she's a great follow um so then they have the reunion special and then she's able to do this big release of her like old social media posts you know you can kind of like hold them back Mm -hmm. um and then it you know is like oh hey you know here are posts Uh, what what do you mean hold them back like were they private or yeah you can like unprivate like stuff from the past year right fascinating okay yeah, yeah so and when i say all that I can barely work Instagram. I have mm-hmm. never, I, I actually yeah. quit in shame mm-hmm. when people, I didn't realize people could see that I was liking so yeah. many stuffed animal posts. Yeah. <laughs> so, they, they, they don't allow you to do, they don't allow people to see your likes as much anymore. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, good yeah, to know. I can yeah. go back to Instagram. Yeah. But can, can I do, can say, I take us on a tangent by the way? Yeah. Or are you in the middle? Well, I, 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 it is, I'm already kind of on a tangent. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, can tangent my tangent. It, it occurs to me that like love is blind is almost like perfectly designed for TikTok. And what I mean by that is the show is taking these, like, everyday normal people who, like, have virtually nothing remarkable about them other than they're, like, mostly above average in terms of looks and elevating them to an audience of millions, right? And again, like, it's not like they're, like, you know, um, 
doing some huge Olympic competition or American Gladiator or anything like that. They're just like, hey, they may or may not be fucking each other. Like, that's the whole... That is a very crass way to put it. <laughs> Nick and but, Vanessa would not approve. Yeah, no, I know. Um, good. I hope they're listening. <laughs> I hope you're listening, guys. Your entire competition is a sham. Uh, anyway, uh, so... And then it's like one of the functions of TikTok is to like make like anyone who's on TikTok, that person is instantly more relatable to me if I'm watching their TikToks. Like you're talking directly into the oh, camera. Sure. Yeah, you're yeah. doing so it's like taking people who like are, are inherently already very relatable to you because they're just normal everyday people and then making them even more relatable via this platform TikTok that does a lot of work to make people relatable. So it's just like this Ouroboros of relatability that I think is just like, oh yeah, I watch them on TV. Now I can follow them on TikTok. And it's like, and they're just normal everyday people. And that's cool. You know, and, and no wonder why these people are so popular on all these platforms. So anyway. Uh, yeah, I hear that. And I, I actually, I, I have a slightly different, not, I'm not contradicting you at all, but like, um, I wish for the sake of the people in the show that they didn't have such a long social media embargo because I mm. think if they had less time yeah. between when things were filmed and when they could, you know, express themselves more directly, mm -hmm. that it would actually just be healthier. Like, imagine right. you're Cole and you're sitting on that stuff. For, like, weeks. For, like, six weeks, basically. You need to, like, endure people's, you know. Well, 11 months in real life that Zenob, like, just crushed you in front of your friends, right, at the altar. Yes, yes. And then it starts to air. yeah. Um, I think they filmed the reunion episode where Cole was like crying so yeah. much between the first batch of episodes and the second batch of episodes. Mm -hmm. So at least that wasn't that long. But yeah. even once the show airs, I think there's still another week of social media embargo. Right. So like it's just it feels like a, the show is pretty hard to live. I, I, you and I have talked about this. Of course, it's quote unquote exploitative because these are all that that's the nature of reality TV. But like it feels like such a harm that is being done to some of the contestants and so i think mm -hmm. one way to mitigate some of that harm is to not have such a long yeah period of yeah. time until they can relate to you with their relatable selves on tiktok mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay so sk and raven so so raven starts unprivating stuff yes from the last and it, year. it becomes clear you know that like they are together and you and i cheer you Ooh. know from our hotel room in Ooh. hawaii and then where we take time away from the actual sun and beach <laughs> to watch this show on Netflix. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, everyone, like, the, you and I are basically like, these are the best, this is the best couple to ever be on any of the three seasons of the show. And then pretty soon... I don't know if I went that far, but... I did. Okay, yes. Um, you, you were pretty over the top, yes. Uh, I recall that. Okay, yes, all right, all right. Um, there is a woman named M who mm -hmm. posts a thing that's now since been deleted where mm. she does the TikTok of like, um, put a finger down if, mm -hmm. so put a finger down if you went on a date with a guy like from Hinge, I think like three years, but basically she found, or it was April. Yeah. But basically through the course of this whole time, she didn't know that he was with right. Raven That he, that he had, was on this reality show. And then all. she yeah. finds out from the show that not only is he with her, but he's still with her. Yeah. So she deletes that <laughs> almost right away. Mm -hmm. And Raven responds with something like, a, hey, guys, we're good. 
Mm-hmm. Like not a specific response to that, yes. but just a general like, hey. Hey, if you're worried. SK and I yeah, are great. Great. Everything's no awesome. And the the sort of um, narrative in my own mind was mm-hmm. like, it's been a year plus. Maybe they weren't together every minute of it. You know, like mm-hmm. maybe they there was a period where they broke up after the wedding or who knows, you know. So like that doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and Raven seems fine. So like maybe this is one of those things where someone's trying to kind of get attention. Then a different woman named Hannah Bath, who's an influencer, (sighs) posts and says basically that, and has like screenshots of, you know. She has the receipts, yeah. Yeah. um, That they've been dating That she and SK. Have have been been dating dating on and off for three years. So a separate woman. Different woman. Mm. Okay, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, maybe he and Raven were never exclusive, Right. And that, like, in the past year, this included, like, going on trips, very fancy trips together, like yachts, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Europe, et cetera. And at that point, Raven starts to post more subtweeting. Like, th- it's the first one is, she. do you know that, um, it's a sandwich sound. I, I mean, I can't, it's so hard to come. Yes, to you sound like, you sound like a person who is off their meds, basically, if you're... Um, trying to describe TikTok sounds. I know, but you know that woman? Okay, she's in a deli. I think it's in Queens, and she's like, you need to get you one of these. Mm -hmm. Do do you know the sound I'm talking about? I believe so, yes. Um, I'm not going to mimic it because we'll fail. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, then you point at something or you like Mm -hmm. have an image behind her, and what she points to is couples therapy. That's what Raven does. Uh You need to get you couples therapy so is she implying that raven and sk needs couples therapy yes raven is basically saying she and sk are in couples therapy Uh then like within days it seems like it's over um they are you know releasing a joint statement in which they say that they cannot talk about this any further because they are pursuing legal action was this the thanksgiving message like could have been, yeah. I think it okay, was. Okay, okay. So, so, so before we before we get to there, right? Basically, like this woman has said has been saying she's been seeing SK during the time when SK and Raven were theoretically together. She has photographic evidence of these encounters, and she's posted the photos on t- yeah. and texts or messages yeah. or whatever. And she's posted, she shared it all on TikTok. Now that has also since been deleted, yeah. but of course you can find people that stitched yes. it or captured it. However, if yeah. you really want to go back and freeze frame it, suffice it to say, I think that was one too much for Raven. And so, they a they've broken up. B well, well, well. Okay, so the 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 content of the Thanksgiving message was, hey, like people had like actually I've been faithful. You, you know, let, let's actually like find the Thanksgiving message because I just want to make sure we are like representing this correctly. Um, because he, uh, if I recall correctly, like he was saying how he had actually been faithful and like. Um, he didn't say he had been faithful. He said, basically, Raven and I were not always boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. So yeah. I never cheated. Right. When she, But, I mean, you can easily see that she might feel misled. Yeah. And she hasn't said one way or the other. Okay, here it is. Who, whose message is this? Okay, so shortly after everything kicked off, Raven and SK announced their breakup via a joint statement. So this, the date on this is November 27th, so it's eight days ago. Um, which included the mysterious line, due to ongoing legal proceedings surrounding these allegations, we cannot provide additional details. So here is the entire message. Um, 
so Raven writes, we are saddened to announce that we have decided to go our separate ways. Due to ongoing legal proceedings surrounding these allegations, we cannot provide additional details and ask that you please respect our privacy during this hard time. Thank you for following our love story and believing in us. The journey has forever shaped our lives, and we are so grateful for everyone who has been part of it. Your love and support means everything. Uh, And then this BuzzFeed summary of the story says, SK came back with another Instagram statement. Earlier this week, Dear Love is Blind Family, Raven and I left Love is Blind Altar as single individuals who went back to dating other people. And then, actually, it looks like uh, there's supposed to be like an Instagram embed here that has now been removed. Anyway, fortunately, the BuzzFeed article copied over the text. Um, While our journey back together hasn't been straightforward, the unique emotional connection we developed from this experiment kept us together as friends and helped rekindle our relationship after the fact. Uh, and then he continues, these allegations have been falsely misrepresented with malicious intent to extort, and we are actively pursuing legal actions against the accuser. I am deeply sorry for the pain this has caused Raven, my family, and everyone involved. Raven and I will continue to support each other with nothing but love. Uh, I'm sorry, and wish nothing but love. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> End quote. So if I recall correctly, if I understand correctly, basically Raven's like, it's over. We're ongoing, ongoing legal proceedings are happening. And then SK saying, is amplifying. Is, is saying, yep, yeah. ongoing legal proceedings are happening. And like the implication is that um, he says, quote, falsely mi- misrepresented with malicious intent to extort. So I guess probably one or more of these women was like, I'm going to release the receipts unless you give me some of this sweet influencer money or something is what is implied, you know, but not stated. Um, that's my guess. That is a wild guess. I have no yeah, I would agree. backing for that. And, you know, in... I can't remember if it's M or Hannah Bath, which one said it, but like said that SK had claimed that Raven, the thing with Raven was like just for the money, basically like not a real relationship. Mm-hmm. So um, I will tell you that my personal favorite of TikTok, uh, of mm-hmm. Raven's TikToks is five days before that thing, mm-hmm. 1122, I think. Um, it's just her on a phone and the text says, calling God to make sure I'm not on his strongest soldiers list again this year. <laughs> That's funny. And it just rings and rings. And very sad. Yes. Yes. And very sad. Um, okay. So well, is that the last, as, as far as we know? Like, I, I, I don't know. I've I read that message on Thanksgiving, and I didn't know if anything had happened since then. Um, no. I mean, I think Ravens, like, posted with Zenob, like, drinking a glass of wine. You know, but, like, nothing mm-hmm. that implies any forward or backward motion mm-hmm. in this situation. Mm-hmm. I'm really, like... I'll just say a couple things. One is a lot of people have gone back and cited that. Do you remember earlier in back in the pods in mm-hmm. season three? SK was like a lot of people from my native culture, you know, have like believe in polygamy or mm. you know, and, and like I'm not like that and I will never be about that. And so there are a lot of people like dunking on him for that mm-hmm. and saying that he was lying. I don't think that that is at all clear that he, you know, does believe in like keeping a yeah. lot of I don't know. That just feels like really irresponsible to me. Um, it seems very plausible to me that they could have gone back to dating other people um, and they weren't exclusive. And then, you know, um, these women coming in with the receipts, like, uh, would be taxing on any relationship, even if that was the case. And that she might have a hard time trusting someone, even if all of this is fine. You know, you might just wonder, like, is there a third one? You know, like, is yeah. there a fourth one? Like, so having two in just a couple of weeks is, like, pretty painful. Yeah. 
totally. And totally. I think she just wants to build her Pilates business, and she keeps posting about her free YouTube videos where you can like mm-hmm. learn Pilates from her. Yeah. So yeah. Um. But that's really, it's 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 been sad for me. It's the biggest <laughs> fall. <laughs> Joy has been pretty sad about it. Not well, lie. normally, basically, the show ends with something definitive. Either mm-hmm. you leave and you're single and fine, you go off and date other people, mm-hmm. or you're married. You know, so like a cheating well, I, scandal I, I, wouldn't be like in the typical I, DNA of this show. I mean, I literally just finished saying how season two after the altar ended with like this very hopeful Ayana and Jarrett note, and then literally like. There's on-screen text that's like, and after all this, they broke up. So I didn't like, think it was that hopeful. So mm-hmm, Jarrett mm-hmm. is like, oh, instead of coming home from the club at 7 a.m., I'll come home at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, that just doesn't seem... Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I don't trust any... Like, if anything, this show is actively ruining relationships now, right? I think is the case. Um, <sighs> Maybe. Maybe. So... It, it it has become purely a spectacle, and uh, and that's fine. You know, I'm I'm obviously enjoying consuming it and talking with you about it, but like I don't. I don't know. I, I no mean, longer have any idealism around. I don't it. want SK and Raven as human individuals to be going through this. You know, like I don't feel that they deserve. Yeah, I mean that's completely fair and reasonable. But also, like I'm not leaving the after the or the reunion episode being like and they lived happily ever after it's like something is gonna get in the way of this like that's kind of my fatalistic view of it so well you know as we've discussed since this show started a few years ago to now you know like each of the contestants does end up with like hundreds of thousands of instagram followers and i don't know how many followers on tiktok but like um you know i think many of them do have solid careers ahead as influencers if that's mm-hmm. what they want and um raven even said on tiktok that she like goes to the influencer events just for the free food so mm-hmm. you know maybe yeah. that's a good life for raven totally totally um speaking of good life um has anyone seen colleen <laughs> do we so, have proof of life of call of colleen <laughs> um colleen has addressed Several mm-hmm. of the things that, that we... she was under duress during the course of the reunion, right? Well, definitely that. So mm-hmm. basically, first of all, she um, strangely she spoke to Cosmopolitan UK. I don't mm-hmm. know, like, was that just like the first reporter that got to mm-hmm. her? Um, but I want to read out what she said. Um, so the reunion again was like between the airing of the first batch of the episodes and the airing of the second batch. But mm-hmm. I don't know that the pool scene everyone had seen I, I can't remember exactly when the pool scene occurs but mm-hmm. anyway so here's what she said going into the reunion I was not in a good headspace as I was dealing with a lot of anxiety due to the negative commentary I had endured during the first few episodes while I knew what I had signed up for at that point I was not prepared for the gravity of strangers critiquing my profession that I am pr- incredibly proud of my character and tearing down my body slash physical traits mm. so then she went on to say that she was embarrassed at having to rewatch the pool scene in which she and Cole, you know, talked to each other. Um, And she didn't want rewatching that scene to change things between herself and Matt and the female cast members who she's really close to. Mm, Um, So she wrote, or she said, not only was I dealing with the stress, but I was embarrassed of having to watch the pool scene in front of everyone and having to discuss it. I cherish my friendships with these girls so much. I didn't want my actions to change anything with them or with Matt. I was anticipating more harmful comments as well. I do wish, okay, new topic, (laughs) the one that you and I raised, which is like, why didn't they call Matt out for his behavior? 
I do wish Matt and I were asked about and discussed our fallouts along with what led from us going led us from going to being unsure to saying yes at the altar. Both Matt and I are well past everything and learned from our experience. So then we are very open to talking about it all. I think it would have provided a lot of clarity for the audience. Mm. Okay, well, I guess guess they live happily ever after. She also posted to Instagram like a picture of Matt. Thank you to this man for holding me up when I was not my best. Thank you for being my boulder as you promised to me in our vows. Okay. And then went on to explain why she looks so stressed. I mean, I don't know if that counts as proof of life. Probably not. I have absolutely zero follow-up questions. (laughs) Well, they still haven't moved in together. Uh So that's coming in May, Mm -hmm. in theory. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, uh, let's see see how that plays out. Yeah. But they don't owe us anything. Like, if, if if they never share what happens with them, that's fine. I just hope she's okay. That's all. So. Well, she did come out with a true bestie. And that is Zenob. Mm-hmm. So there's more pictures of them together, Great. and it's like two, I think, two of the two of the nicest people one could ever hope happiness for. Um, <laughs> Colleen's not unnice. She's fine. She's just, in fact, I think the the fear is she's too nice. Qu- mm-hmm. She's too quote unquote nice, mm-hmm. meaning like you don't actually know what's going on there. Um, but they posted like a TikTok or an IG reel or something where they were together, and it's like when when people want a cat fight, but you end up best friends. Mm-hmm. So, good for them. You got that, Jessica Walter voice. Good for her. <laughs> um, so, the Cole Zanup situation. You know, um, another person who has a personality for TikTok is Cole. Mm. You know, yeah, that medium to strong ADHD vibe he has. Like sometimes he'll post like two things in a row, same outfit, same day. Same song, like same audio, and it's just like different takes of different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jokes good, good. That's thing. that's actually smart social media. Like, people have done experiments on TikTok where, like, literally they'll post the same exact video at three separate times, and like one time it'll get like five hundred views, and the next time it'll get a hundred thousand. You know, like it's just the way the algorithm works. So, so you so. think Cole is smarter than the algo? Hundred percent. Okay, he clearly is playing four D chess with social media. Um, I mean, one of the most gratifying things. That's happened in the last month is hashtag justice for Cole. I mean, that's not a real hashtag, but I'm just saying like yeah, kind of it is. people have really come out strongly in support of Cole, which I can't believe is a thing that I ever wanted to root for. But here we are like, yes, Cole deserved better. The show seemingly emotionally destroyed him from every all the interviews he's given since it. Uh, honestly, of all the stuff you've talked about, the only interview that I actually gave a shit about was Cole. Like, like I haven't read any, like you during the, for this podcast prep, you're the one that did all the research, like, except for Cole, I kept up with all that stuff. So, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> Cole has started going to therapy. Yay. Um, he seems to be living a very, um, unproblematic life yes. of, uh, rehabbing real estate mm-hmm. and is a landlord i guess um there is actually like a funny i think it's a funny tiktok where he says like somebody ex- tried to extort him for 2k and mm-hmm. said they'd leak his camera roll and so he just leaked it himself and it's nothing but house rehab wow. stuff it's like all incredibly boring and amazing not problematic he did just the last couple of days post a first date mm. with someone, but like the person is off camera, yeah. so you don't know anything smart. about them. See, um, this guy's smart, man. The guy knows how to manage the social media. You're 
colometer just keeps going it keeps up going and up. up and up. There's no ceiling on this thing. You are going to be friends with Cole by the time. I, I, I honestly considered reaching out to him personally. Like I honestly considered because you know, like people people don't know. Like I consider reaching. You know, I reach out to people all the time to be. Can I interview you? Can I do something? You know. And I almost thought about reaching out to him. You know, I, who, you know who else I almost reached out to? Um, what's his name? Uh, from last season, the the really problematic guy. Um, Shane? No, 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 the other one. Um, the brown dude. Um, Jarrett? No. <laughs> Kyle? Deep D's fiance. Shake? Yeah, Shake. I almost thought about like, hey, Shake, I want to talk to you because he was such. A, he's like an interesting person. But I'm since glad I never did that. Anyway, I, I haven't reached out to any of these people. Um, but Cole is the one I thought about because I was like, oh man. Help me understand. <laughs> what would, this is all news to me. Yeah. What would an outreach to Cole look I like? I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, my heart just went out to him so much after all. Yeah, but uh, what, so, you know, you said you almost, like, what, what were you thinking of saying? Just, what like, wrote, just like writing a it? message being like, hey, you know, you got done dirty and I'm sorry that like, I hope you're okay. Like. Um, there's a lot of people out here who like, you know, are hoping that you're emotionally intact after the events of the show. Anyway, this is very embarrassing. I can't believe you made me say all that. <laughs> I didn't make you, dude. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, Cole, Cole seems to be like coming to terms with like the stuff that happened to him overall, right? Um, I think so. And I think he is... Also starting to understand something in between the position he had going into the reunion. And, you know, that's just the sense I have that, like, he will react to people's comments on his TikToks, you know, so I don't think yeah. he, like, holds Zen up on a pedestal or anything like that. Right. In a way, it seemed like he kind of did. Uh, my, my, as my opinion of Cole has gone up, so, <laughs> so correspondingly has my opinion of Zen gone down. I mean... Zenem has done absolutely nothing to reckon with or take responsibility for any of her actions on the show, in my opinion. Um, to the contrary, Zenem went and had coffee with Cole's ex-wife. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she made a TikTok stating that. Great. Yeah, we didn't see it. But I'm like, Zenem, is this like a, a profitable path for you? Like, is this a good <laughs> place to put your energy do you remember uh, like Cole was married? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. implied he was married really young. She she seems to be she certainly seems to be like uh handling all the fame and hatred online hatred with like uh aplomb, you know, like it's all like bouncing off of her. Um but she is truly a troubling individual in my opinion. So Well, um she posted She's posted a few times yeah. and pretty incendiary. Um, the first time, <laughs> yeah. she did a bunch of a dump of like a bunch of photos of her and Cole looking happy together, and yeah. under it she wrote, "Cole, I fought for us until I couldn't anymore. I know you know that. I know you know why I said what I said. I know you know what you did. It's okay if you aren't ready to talk about that yet." It's, okay? it's which is like so gaslighting. It's literally psychotic behavior. I'm like not even exaggerating. And then underneath her signature, she wrote one thing about me. I choose my words carefully and I stand by everything I said. So that's about the cuties. That's what she said at the altar, you know, et cetera. It, it, it's, it's been, it's been legitimately troubling to see 
how Zeneb has like reacted to this because honestly it makes me realize the extent of the darkest depths that the human soul can go to. So Well, you know, so I won't read it all, but she had a big ass non apology apology yes. that's like, I'm sorry to the internet that you've loved being keyboard warriors. I'm yeah. sorry you don't have the triggers was, I have. I'm sorry the... you didn't know that my wedding was like right after Deep Tease. You know, it was so deflective and, and yes. it was I do think Zeneb is the villain of the season yeah. in that it's not to say Master she has shock. there's nothing that she did that is understandable, but more like if a lack of self-awareness and a lack of willingness to mm-hmm. look at yourself yeah. is villainy, then she's actually the most villainous, I think, out of in, in the final, you know, in the aftermath, I guess, of all of this. Yeah, it, it's legitimately troubling to me like that there's people out there like Zeneb. Like that, I'm honestly like, you know... I, you can never leave me because what if you date a Zeneb by accident? I wouldn't go that far, but I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say that basically like it's like legitimately like, oh, like, oh, I, you know, it's like knowing there's like, I'm trying not to be too outrageous about this, but like, you know, it's knowing that people are capable of stuff that like you didn't think human beings are generally capable of. I don't think it's that bad. Because like I told you, like when she said her version of the yes. cutie store and I saw it, I was like, oh, this is what I expected. So yes. like, I don't even think. You, you, you made a, you made a very great point in our last episode, which is that like. Zeneb didn't lie about any. I mean, who knows about that story about her Cole kissing another woman or whatever? But like, but Zeneb's um, recounting of the cutie story was actually factually correct, right? And so, and that was a well-made point by you and many other people. But well, one of Cole's TikToks that's pinned is him just putting on a hat and saying, "Me heading off to the rodeo while my girl's at the strip club." The rodeo with the boys, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. I think he really stands by his version yeah. of Bachelor slash Bachelor at Night. Yeah, yeah. I will say a couple things about Zeneb. Um, Alexa has posted um, about the cuties thing having now, you know, having had it aired. Mm-hmm. She said there will be no apology from me. There are multiple reasons why we stuck by her. We spent. Almost every day together, so I will not take it. I will not take advice from anyone who was not there. There are two sides to the story, and I still stand by what I said. The Clementine story is irrelevant. Wait, wait, I still stand by what? I, who is posting this? Alexa, do you is remember it? Alexa stood up, like Alexa and a bunch of the the women basically attacked Cole. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I stand by what I said during the reunion. Okay, gotcha. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. The Clementine story is irrelevant. I don't like bullies, and I will always stand for those who are in the right. It's really, it's truly heartbreaking to see how low and disgusting the internet can be. I hope you feel better after commenting such vile things. Well, no disagreement there. I'll just point out this is a podcast. It is not a comment on anyone's individual Instagram page. And then Colleen <laughs> said, "Forever standing with you, Zay." Mm-hmm. So the girls are still locking arms. Mm-hmm. Um, Raven and Zay, I, I mentioned, like are having wine together, and you know, yeah, it's it's all it's all good, really good, sad. Good for them. Good for them. It is. Zeneb has Zeneb has also said that she is in therapy too. So maybe you know, prayers for Zeneb's therapist. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 hard. It's hard. All right, and then Bartis and Nancy. Anything come out about them? Yeah. Yes, actually, um, 
So not about. Oh yeah, them. yeah. Bartiste did that like uh, Q and A or something, right? Like. So he said he yeah. basically. Um, I think it was an IG like Q and A. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I want to read it to you because I actually yeah. think it was pretty. It good. Show, it showed some like self awareness basically on Bartiste's yes, part. Yeah, which so was, was like good. really yeah. surprising, right? Um, sorry, I thought I did save this and. Okay. Someone asked um, in the Instagram Q&A. Yeah. So he did an Instagram live q and I, I believe, right? If he considers himself to be the quote unquote villain. Yes. And he said, absolutely, 100%. Wait, but you just said Zenob was the villain, Joy. <laughs> See, here's what I'm saying. Bartiz could be the villain. Mm-hmm. But because Bartiz is saying, I'm the villain... It takes him out of wanting to be the villain. It's almost like if you're aware that you're the villain, you can't be the villain anymore. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying someone else is worse in this specific case. In that specific dimension, yes. Yes. Okay, so he says, absolutely 100%, definitely the villain. I looked like a dumbass. I looked arrogant. I looked insensitive. I looked selfish. It is what it is. I can only learn from it. I can only grow from it. Watching it back was a blessing to me because when I was going through it, I didn't have any of those feelings, and now I do. Embarrassed and ashamed. This is the villain right here, he added, pointing to himself. You know what I thought was most fascinating? So I read that article, uh, which summarizes the IG Q&A. And what I think is most interesting is it's like— amazing what passes for an article these days. <laughs> <laughs> Literally somebody transcribing a Barty's Q&A. And I thought what was fascinating to me is just this idea— like many of the men or women were like— I was more like I watched it and I was mortified by what I said. And I'm like, really? Like, because this is not like 10 years ago. This is like literally like eight to 10 months ago. You know, like, are you really that different a person? And it's like, maybe. But I, I just think it's fascinating that merely the act of filming someone in a theoretically candid situation. Um, and then playing it back because Barty's not the first person that said like I couldn't believe what was coming out of my mouth. You know, like I think Cola said something like that too. I don't know if yeah. I were like tw- me at twenty five, mm-hmm. a lot of alcohol, a lot of like yeah. emotional intensity. I'm sure I would have said some truly awful stuff. It's a course of over many many weeks though. It's, it wasn't just like Barty's was like, oh yeah, that one party. I can't believe it. he's like, I can't believe literally anything I said during the course of that entire filming. You know. Well, on the, the yeah. Q and A, he like went on to say, um, one of the many reasons why people are hating on me is because I talk too freaking much, and that was one thing I learned about mm, myself yeah, after yeah. watching it all back at the reunion we were filming. That I was like, I ain't saying shit. I had a lot to say, but I bit my tongue. Learn and grow, I guess. He was freaking smart. Yes. I mean, he played it right at the reunion and because he should have been completely destroyed at the reunion and he wasn't because he shut the fuck up. I don't remember <laughs> which episode of our podcast it was, but mm-hmm. like there was a point at which I kind of went on about what it felt like to be on the receiving end of these Bartise monologues where he's just like railroading you with his like lack of logic mm-hmm. and just sheer momentum. Mm-hmm. And I think that he caught that, you know, I mean, maybe he wouldn't have described it in the incredibly harsh <laughs> words that I used, but he did clock mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, part of the problem is I'm like, oh, I don't know shit about abortion, but I guess I'm just going to say a bunch of stuff now, you know, or <laughs> everyone gets one, everyone yeah. gets a freebie. Or maybe I'll just talk on and on and on about Raven being a smoke program. <laughs> Smoke show, I think. Is Do you remember, term. like, Nancy doesn't remember. She's like, smoke program? What is the word? <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. So anyway. Smoke um, program. I do hope Bartise is learning. Uh, I think I told you he's hanging out with Cole a little bit. Um, and 
I don't know. It, it was a more dramatic. I thought it was an incredibly dramatic um, season of the people who didn't get married. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way that the other seasons weren't necessarily. Does that make sense? Indeed. Yeah. Well, we hope you. Well, I don't know. I mean, the Shane Shana stuff was really oh, yeah, was really was bad. pretty out there. That was bad. Well, we hope you've enjoyed hearing us judge strangers extensively during the course of decoding reality at decodingreality.tv. I tried to have some empathy. <laughs> I'm sure, like in literally one week, we're going to be like, God damn it, we need to re-record because all this stuff has come out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, let us know what you thought of the show at decoding, uh, TV at gmail.com and, uh, keep it tuned into decoding reality. I have a feeling there's going to be more coverage in the future. So joy, thanks for chatting with me. And thanks for all the research that went into this uh, <laughs> quote research, watching TikTok for hours. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can tell joy basically has subbed to everyone's TikTok that was on the show. So, um, well, happy holidays to you and everyone out there. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.